Hello, everybody, and welcome to Knights of the Paceless Library. We are a little podcast dedicated to reviewing audiobooks. I am Bo Knight. And I am Ryan Knight. <clears throat> and today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to be uh, crossing swords, if you will, uh, where Bo and I both listen to separate books, and we're basically just going to talk to each other about them, and you all will be privy to that conversation. Yeah, we're just trying to like increase our coverage a little bit on some of the like free content that's on Audible because there's just so much of it. I feel like we can't get to it if we both have to listen to it all. Yeah, and it's not Audible kind of changed it up as we've said before. So no longer are you getting like <clears throat> originals, like eight originals per month. Now they just basically did sort of like a netflix style thing where you just have a ton of things included with your subscription so yeah and it's i feel like there's probably a lot of good stuff in there but we just have to find it yeah so that's kind of what the goal of this uh little i don't know what we're calling this quite yet this little series that we're we've started (laughs) i like crossing swords i can't lie to you it it it's very good i feel like (laughs) so um, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, if anybody hates that idea or or loves it, uh, p- please feel free to email us, kotpl.pod at gmail.com, and we would love to hear your thoughts. So what book did you listen to, Ryan? I listened to 2001, A Space Odyssey by Arthur C. Clarke. Um, who is it narrated by? <clears throat> mine is narrated by Dick Hill. And I didn't realize that Space Odyssey is a series until right now. Really? I didn't know it was a series either. Uh, there is four books. Really? What? Goes all the way up to 3001. Oh, interesting. Uh, that makes the little intro to the audiobook make a lot more sense now. Um, <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll get to it after you uh, talk about your book. So what did you listen to, Bo? So I listened to God of War, which was written by actually two people. So it was written by uh, J.M. Balrog and Corey Balrog, and it's uh, narrated by Alistair Duncan. Wait a minute. And so, Is so, those guys' last name Balrog? No, it's, it's Barlog, but I'd like to okay. say Balrog. <laughs> I was going to say that is the most awesome name ever and the only reason it's written by two people is because Corey barlog did the script for the game and jm barlog uh, like adapted it to make it a book interesting okay i don't know if they're related or not i mean a little sus but uh if i had to guess i would say yeah that doesn't sound like a very common name um that's interesting. So the the two books that we picked, mostly just we picked them because they were free with uh, your Audible subscription. Um, just so happens, though, that we both picked uh, multi-content stories. So, like, Bo, yours is a book now and a game. Mine is obviously a book and a movie, an extremely popular movie, I'm sure, that most people will know of probably heard of it at least once <laughs> heard of it um 
And that's interesting, too, that you say yours was uh, written by two people because. Um, so I assumed because <clears throat> I've never actually seen the movie for this. Um, I did not do my due diligence. I was going to try and watch it before the podcast, and I did not do that. So maybe yeah, at okay. a, maybe at a later date. Um, interestingly enough, though, this is only credited to Arthur C. Clarke as writing it. But they explain at the beginning of this with the little intro with Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, he basically wrote this with um, – oh, my gosh. Why can't I think of the guy's name now? Uh, who did the movie? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> wow, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Stanley Kubrick. Oh, really? It's a Kubrick movie? I didn't know that. Yes, it is a Kubrick movie, and Arthur C. Clarke and Kubrick act- basically wrote the book and the movie script at the same time, working together. Okay, so like th- <clears throat> it was kind of like a combined vision? Yeah, and I guess the reason for it was according to Arthur C. Clarke is because Stanley Kubrick wanted to do like his next big movie and he wanted it to be something about space. So I guess he like approached Arthur C. Clarke about writing a, cause they explained it of like, it's usually one or the other, you know, usually the movie's written first or the book's written first and then they swap. But I guess Kubrick's vision was to, make sure they both were very coherent which is interesting Interesting. yeah dang i really wish you would have seen the movie now i kind of wish i would too because now i'm very i'm actually interested to see the movie so oh and Um, god of war is actually narrated this alistair duncan is the voice of ymir in the game really Mm -hmm. so what you're telling me is they probably couldn't have picked a better person yeah, can I just talk about mine for a minute? Yes, please do. I was rambling about yeah, mine, so by all the, means. In God of War, okay. I'm going to I'm going to lay this down first. If you like the game, I think you should check out the book. Okay. There's the story is super super similar obviously, but there are a lot more details I think of anybody who enjoyed the game, especially the story side of it. I think you should check this out. And Alistair Duncan does an amazing job at narrating. He does all the voices. But he does a really, really good job for Kratos and for Atreus. And he does, I mean, he does a good voice for pretty much everyone. He does an amazing job. And I mean, he voices himself too, obviously. But he well, does, it's super good. I would hope so because Ymir was one of the best parts of the game. Like, <laughs> I mean, I do know that. <clears throat> That's interesting. Um, I guess to piggyback off of that, uh, I will say that uh, Dick Hill, who narrated this, he does a good job. Um, I wouldn't say he does a great job, uh, but he does pretty good. And I will say one of this book's strong points is it's definitely not a dramatization by any stretch, but they do add um, subtle things to kind of bring you into the story like when people are talking with their helmets on or through oh, a really? radio yeah i yeah. love that kind of stuff so do i actually because it's it's super subtle but it actually adds a lot to the story um so that's that was one thing i definitely have to give the book props for is is that that was a really nice touch and this is um 
I didn't mention it, but the book, the book 2001 was written in 1968. And the, um, this book, or, uh, excuse me, this audio book was, uh, produced in 2000. So it had the opening with Arthur C. Clarke. And he was basically just disappointed that 2001 was now right around the corner and that, uh, Stanley Kubrick could not, uh, celebrate it with him oh that's too bad um so did your your book pretty much follow the uh the game almost verbatim yes and no because you get a lot of like what's going on in kratos's head or atreus's head or even you like Ymir, like you get to kind of see what they were thinking in some of these in these in these situations, which is interesting. Because okay. there's a lot in the game that's not said that that you get to feel. Like because I mean the game is kind of a whole different experience. Sure, but um, I think I think the story on its own stands up and is actually pretty good. Okay, that's that was going to be my question. Is like so, <clears throat> would you say? Would you recommend it to someone who hasn't played the game? Yeah, I would recommend it to somebody who's never played any of the God of War games. Okay, I think interesting. In, anybody who is a fan of Norse mythology and and like a like a good like father son story, I think there's a lot to like here, even if you don't like the games. Okay, that's that's awesome. Then I would say that's a big like. That's quite the undertaking then that those guys were able to cover that basis because I mean a lot of uh, at least from my knowledge you know like if a a game comes out and it's popular and then like a book comes out based on that game it's literally just fan service like they're basically just pandering to the people who like the game so that's that's interesting that they were able to especially in your mind think that it was uh, it's good enough to recommend to people who either have not played or are not interested in playing the game. I mean, it's, I, I, it's a good story on its own. That's, that's awesome. I I think one of the best parts of the game is the story itself. Absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. I would say that's one of that games. One, definitely one of the highlights of that game for sure. And I mean, there are, there are, there are a lot more conversations that happen in the game than in the book, obviously, because the book basically does like a straight line. If you were to play the game without doing any of the side quest stuff. Sure. Which I mean, makes sense. I mean, especially if it's being told. So how is it told? Is it told from one perspective? It shifts depending on the situation. Okay. Most of the book is from Atreus's perspective, but you do like the moments in the game where Kratos is alone, you're in Kratos's head. But okay. it does it does kind of switch back and forth, but none of that is very, very confusing because Alistair Duncan is a is he's so good, and even when he's when he's like thinking as another character, he's using their voice. Wow! So it's really easy to keep track of like what's going on. Okay, yeah, because that was gonna be my next question: is was it was it easy to follow? Was it easy to listen to? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed. That. I I mean, obviously, I had a lot of foreknowledge about it, but it's it's pretty clear what's going on. There's not like, there's not a lot of subtlety here, obviously. I mean, but this, not, not like in a bad way, but like a lot of the, the like motifs are pretty obvious, like what's happening. 
So it, it is it is it's an easy listen and it goes down pretty smooth. Nice. Yeah, that's that's impressive then. I mean, um especially in that regard. Like I said, most most books written I think after a game is like I said just fan service. So if if this is uh strong enough to stand on its own, that's that's pretty impressive. So yeah, what what about a space odyssey? Um so I <sighs> I came into this, like I said, I, I haven't seen the movie, which I think most people would have seen the movie. Um, and as this book's so old, you know, I think a lot of people probably knew this book from a long time ago. Um, I had only ever heard about the movie. I didn't even realize there was a book until I seen it on Audible. Um, and because it was free, I snatched it up real quick just in case they took it away, which they could still take it away. But <laughs> um, I... Uh, Coming into this with almost no knowledge, I had no idea what it was going to be about. So I will say this book took me on quite the uh, emotional roller coaster. Really? Yeah. In a good way? Uh, in a few good ways, but in probably more bad ways, I would say. Okay. Um, Interesting. I don't know. Do Are we doing the same spoiler policy, or can I just talk about the story at at will i know i kind of don't want to know what happens okay <clears throat> well i'll just i'll just say this so it, it it's not basically though with the opening that um uh that arthur c clark gives he said one of the biggest complaints people had about the book is that it gives away too much about the movie so what the book might actually explain more than the movie itself does yeah, because the movie's super slow, and like, there's not a lot of talking. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the book's kind of the same way, but the reason it take it took me on like a an emotional roller coaster is because like it opens pretty strong. Like I like the opening, so here I am going up, and I'm just like, man, this is cool. What what's going on? And then all of a sudden, it takes this twist, and I'm and then I was kind of like. Ah, uh, that's kind of lame. And so I go down, and then the story perspective shifts to a different character and a different time. And then my um, my interest is peaking again. I'm like, oh, okay. What now? What's going on? How's what's going on now? And then it shifts again to another character at a different point in time. And I was like, oh, this is lame. Like it literally does that the whole story until the end which I, i'm not gonna spoil it but the end was actually like i thought the weakest part of the whole book really yeah unfortunately so would you okay so is it like easy to listen to though like do i need to get my pen and paper out do i need to like <laughs> stare at a wall while i'm listening to this <laughs> um there are a few if this makes sense there are a couple parts that are hard to listen to because um the perspective does shift and that can be kind of jarring. Like it's not like in the middle of a sentence, it's usually per chapter. Um, but when you take those jumps, the kind of way the character is portraying things also shifts. So it goes from like way back in the past to what would be the future when the book was written. 
And so it starts throwing a lot of like science jargon at you. So those parts were kind of hard to listen to and hard to follow. Um, overall, though, I would actually say it's relatively easy to listen to. Um, but probably you wouldn't want to be focusing on another task and listening to it at the same time, or you will probably miss key details. Okay. Okay. And so, like, the narrator keeps it pretty clear, like, who's, like, what's going on? Yeah, and the narrator actually, the the guy does a good job of that. And that, the narration in the book is actually what I would say is some of the strongest um, parts of this to me. Uh, I think if I read this, if I could read and I read this, um, I would get lost for sure in this one. Okay. So. Probably pretty dense. Yeah, that, that helped me listening to the... Uh, listening to the book and just i and i don't know because i haven't seen the movie but i i think the ending was weak to me because i think it could have ended like it almost gave too much information at the end if that makes sense no but now i'm curious because you have 2001 a space odyssey 2010 2061 and 3001 so i'm curious to see what happens because the first one is pretty much a start to finish story so <laughs> i don't know where he went with it in three more maybe books. something else maybe yeah i don't know so like would you recommend this to just like a casual listener just like pick up Something to listen to on the side. Actually, no. I probably wouldn't, to be honest. Um, like I said, it was too many peaks and valleys for me. Like if it had been if it had been more even just middle of the road, I would recommend it. But because there was so many peaks and valleys and because the ending in my mind was so weak, I I can't recommend this to like a casual listener. Okay. Now, like, if if it's somebody who's like seen the movie, um, I would recommend it to somebody like that who has seen the movie but hasn't uh, didn't know there was a book or something like that. I would recommend the audiobook to somebody like that. Okay. Okay. You got anything but, else you want to say about it? Um, I don't think so. Other than I will say, I now I'm curious to know what the rest of the series is about if that gives anybody any indication of my feelings on it <laughs> i mean i'm curious too I'm kind of curious about the book itself i might have to check it out okay well and like i said at the beginning i mean it's it is free uh with your it's included with your prime subscription so uh at god of war at least the first one that you listened to is as well didn't you say there's multiple in that series as well yeah there are more but they're all written by different people so i can't attest but they are narrated by the same guy which is crazy alistair duncan narrates those too interesting okay so if i had to guess i bet they're okay yeah i was gonna say because that guy was great in (laughs) in um in the game so i guess i could give a little bit of an overview like what it's kind of about so like for anybody who's never heard of god of war 
it's about Kratos, who is he's a god of Greece, and now he's living in, in the Norse realm, and he has like a super big past, but it really doesn't matter. You you, you learn a lot about him just through the book itself, and it like brings up a lot of like some of the things he's done in his past, and so him and his son Atreus are trying to they have to take his wife's ashes to the highest pink peak in all the realms and so like that's what the whole adventure is about and it's a it's it's mostly about kratos and his son bonding which are is like what i really like about it i think it's really well done interesting that's yeah i mean obviously that's i i know the generalities of the story because i played the game so um but that's, huh? I'm surprised though that it's uh, that you thought the book was so good. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's obviously like not combat and stuff like there is in the game, but they do do a li- a couple fight scenes that are pretty good. I mean, it's probably good that they avoided that because fight scenes in books, it's that is like a a fine line i think that people walk when they try to convey one of those yeah like it just because it's almost worth it to just say that you know to give a few details and then let me as the listener fill in the blanks because if if it's like whoa and then so and so swung his left hand and he and then so and so dodged to his right and it's like at a certain point, I'm like, where where are they now? Like they've know, been moving and stepping, too. and like yeah. So it's it's, it's hard good. for me to picture it too. Exactly, yeah. So it's almost better if they let us fill in the gaps of certain things like that. So okay, I think I'm good. I'm gonna recommend God of War to pretty much anybody. I think I think it's good. That's impressive. Um, like yeah, that is impressive. I I will probably have to check it out then. Um, and I, like I said, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to recommend 2001 just to like a casual listener who is looking for a, uh, seven hour book to fill their time because this one, I don't think is that one. So how long is God of War? I think it's eight hours. I, I think it's somewhere in there because I also sort of picked mine based on that, that they were similar lengths. Yeah, and if you listen to it and you're like, man, but this game's cool. You have a PS4, you probably should play it. Oh yeah, for sure. I can I can recommend the game for sure. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. Anything else we need to discuss about these two books in particular? I don't think so. Um, yeah, like I said in the beginning, though, um, we would appreciate any feedback anybody has on like if. If this works for people, if this doesn't work for people, if we do each of us do a single book and talk about it kind of like this in a little bit more short form, um, and we'll we'll still continue. We'll both end up listening to some stories and doing more long form episodes as well. But this yeah, because uh, I really like to do that. <laughs> I like to talk about books like that. Yeah, for sure. And th- but those those are going to be the ones we uh, we end up doing a lot more deep dive on. So I think this this works pretty good for having a little bit shorter episode and and covering more content i think in a shorter shorter form so again if uh if if you like that idea if you don't please please contact us and let us know uh the email kotpl.pod at gmail.com is the easiest way 
But you can find us pretty much anywhere you can find your favorite podcasts. Um, you can leave us ratings and reviews on places like that. That would be but the good ones only. Well, <laughs> that would be the only uh, request I would have of people right now is um, to just you know go and leave us ratings and reviews because that uh, that would help us out, and we greatly appreciate anybody listening. So, well, what do you want to do next time? I think uh, we're gonna do a anime squires again. Yeah, um, close to wrapping up Parasite. That's I was gonna mention that again too. We're getting very close to the end of Parasite, so we are open to recommendations. Um, go back and listen to our previous Parasite episode because we cover kind of our um, criteria. Exactly, we cover the criteria on the recommendations for the anime. So. Yeah, I mean, we have one kind of in mind, but I would be interested to see what you guys have to say. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we'll hopefully catch you guys in the next one.